You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, mamas, Krista Rialba here. This is the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I have a very special episode for you. And I hope that this episode you know, gives you a fresh, beautiful perspective on this situation that we are all in. So our next guest is right at the, right in it, right at the front lines of COVID-19. She is an ER coordinator in Vegas, and I really wanted to have a chat with her to really to understand things better myself, but also as a real empowering conversation to think about, you know, what habits can we really adapt to maybe change what our life looks like in a positive way at the end of all of this. So tune in to this episode that I think is really going to be a refreshing change of pace for you with Liza. Check the show notes and definitely connect with her as well. And if you love this episode, if it was exactly what you needed to hear right now, please share it and tag us both. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you and let's get to it. Okay, mamas, I have a treat for you. I have my friend Liza Henley here. And um, when all of this happened, I she was the first on my list of people that I need to bring to you because of her background, because of her mindset and her outlook in the world. So Liza is a coordinator in the ER in Vegas. So she's definitely at the front lines. And Liza, you're also a wellness coach with um, just as many, if not more years of experience as <laughs> me. <laughs> We've been talking about health for a long time. And I know just recently you're also doing one-on-one coaching as well. And your Instagram is on fire. I love it. Thank so you. welcome, Liza. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I Absolutely love what you're doing. I love your podcast. I love seeing the beautiful women that you have come on here and see uh, the array of topics that you guys talk about. They're so real and raw and natural to so many people. So thank you so much for having me on. It is an honor. Oh my God. We were just saying it only took a pandemic, but we're here. (laughs) Exactly, right? It only took like the world falling apart, but we are together and we're here. We're here. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay. So actually, before I ask you the first question that I mentioned to you, Um, I think that you're tremendous at pivoting, right? And that's like, it's such a time right now of just like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this and we're doing this. So (laughs) when I started this season, so around season four, I said, this season's going to be all about like leveling up, like next leveling. And I'm like, okay, so I guess it's about transformation. There you go. I like it. (laughs) What do you think this time's about? I think it is all about adapting, right? Things for people, whether you are choosing for choosing for change or not, things are changing, right? The, the way people that are living is changing by force, right? Regardless of what city, regardless of what state, regardless of what country you're in, the way of life for everybody is changing. The way you grocery shop is changing. The way you go to places or not go to places is changing. The way that you're schooling your children are changing, the way that you're interacting with your spouse, the way that you're interacting or not interacting with your family. Every aspect of life is changing for every group of people right now. And so 
it's, it's at an interesting time because previous to a month, two, three months ago, change a lot of time was by choice, right? Yeah. You chose to get a new job unless of course unseen for circumstances, but a lot of time choice was, I mean, change was optional, but right now it is forced. And so we are, we're forced into this time where we have to adapt. We have to change our daily habits. Our behavior has to change and behavioral change is hard. I mean, it's interesting. I wrote this down taking notes yesterday um, that studies show that even after a heart attack, only 14% of patients make lasting change in terms of exercise and nutrition. So the point is behavioral change is hard. And right now we are being forced to change mm -hmm. our entire lives. And so adapting and pivoting and, and transforming and just kind of taking what comes is, is a new way of life for people. But I, I also want to really point out that although we are having to take what comes, we still are in control of many areas of our life. Mm -hmm. And so pivoting right now into, un, un, rather than looking at the negative aspect of this, which there are so many of them, because many people are home right now and many people have a slower pace of life right now, there's a time right now that you're able to reevaluate so many parts of your life and say, okay, like, where can I pivot? Where can I change? Where can I adapt? Because our daily habits have changed and our daily routines have changed, we have to change what we're doing right now, even if it's only for one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, however long this lasts, we have to be willing to adapt and willing to change. And now is not the time to resist. And mm -hmm. so many people are used to resisting change that I, I just want to give, give that piece of um, kind of nugget to stick with. Be open to change right now because change is inevitable and yeah. be, be willing to try different things. And sometimes you're going to try it and not like it, but be open to the change because change is here and it's, it's not not coming. It's not not coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. You can be the most stubborn person in the world, dragging your heels, but it's not going to serve you right now. Right. Right. So what changes have you personally noticed for yourself and what changes have you noticed like around you with the people closest to you? So in terms of, so my, the, the people that are really close to me, it's interesting because my entire family is in healthcare. Okay. Um, my mom's a nurse. All three of my sisters are nurses. Um, my little brother is a flight attendant. And so he's, he's still flying right now, which is really scary, but everyone in my immediate family, uh, is in the healthcare field. Additional to that, my dad is old. He's had two heart attacks. He's been uh, overweight for the majority of his life, except for the last couple of years. And so he's in a vulnerable spot. My oldest, not my oldest, one of my older sisters um, has an autoimmune disease. So I can't see her right now. I can't see my dad right now. I have to, because of where I work in the emergency room, I have to be really careful on who I'm exposing myself to. So in terms of change, change like that, I gotta be really careful on who I'm seeing. Um, but in terms of my like daily life, while well, my, my boyfriend, I live with him, he's now not working. So he's home 24 seven. So that's a change. Um, so his workout routine is changing. And so that's interesting to watch. My workout routine is changing. That's interesting to, to kind of navigate through the way that we're shopping, the way that we're cooking has kind of changed as well. And so my life has changed. Um, in terms of that, but see, I'm still going to work. And so I still have that routine. I still have at least the three days a week of waking up and having that exact routine that I usually do and going to work for 12 and a half hours, then coming home and having that routine. It's changed a little bit in terms of kind of stripping down in my garage and immediately getting into the shower and, and immediately washing all of my clothes, et cetera, and kind of wiping down my phone, my badge, 
all of that. Um, but the beautiful changes that I'm seeing, especially on social media, the amount of people that are working out at home, the amount of people that are working out in their backyards, the amount of people that are working out in the ones that are following the social distancing, but working out in the park, like going out for walks with their family, but taking advantage of the, the times kind of slowing down, people, I do believe there are a larger number of people now more than ever looking at their, their life and saying like, where can I maybe take control of my health, of my daily my daily habits, right? Because it's all about the daily habits. It's not for the people that's because I'm a wellness coach. A lot of people that want to lose weight come to me. It's not about what can I do for 12 weeks to power lose weight and, and knock this all off. It's what can I do to kind of transition and pivot and, and adapt and change my life to where I'm in a little bit more control of my health. It's interesting to see how many people are becoming more aware Oh yeah, lack of control that they have of their own life. So that that to me has been interesting to watch. But the the positive change that I'm seeing is the amount of people that change and taking a look at their own health blueprint is becoming more appealing. Even the people that aren't necessarily walking yet, even the people that aren't necessarily working out yet, they're thinking about it. They're thinking right? about it. I'm getting messages yeah. from people that have flat out told me like, I'm never going to be healthy and like, and I love you and like be healthy, but that's not me. I'm getting messages from people like that saying like, Hey, what are some things that I can do like to change my daily habits? Yeah. Again, it's, it is about those small things. I think a lot of people think that it's about like discipline and motivation and willpower, but we have those over and over again. I think it's about those daily habits that you can break down. And so I'm seeing those changes, which I absolutely love. Oh, me too. Me too. Especially when it's like, I'll get a DM or a text message from someone who I never thought in a million years would ever be interested in, you know, in taking those actions for their health. And then they're like, so do you have like a plant-based cookbook or like, yes. oh, um, you know, what are those vitamins? I was like, the vitamins I've been telling you about for over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. So lots of great things are happening, but yeah, like the changes, there's no, there's no choice in it. And I, and I, I posted the other day with uh, in a, a post on stories that was a story that was so unlike me. And it was like, I had a moment of real, like what I felt like it was, it felt like grief because like of the, of what, you know, we've, we're gaining so much, but also we're losing a lot of the things that we love temporarily, like hugs and, you know, and like being around our parents and like things like that. And it was like just total full blown tears, crying, like texting my dad, like, do you promise you'll give me a, the biggest hug ever? You know, <laughs> it was just like this, oh, this, this wave. And it's because it's like, I'm like, okay, I've got this pivot, 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 homeschool. Sure, why not? <laughs> and then just like it hit me, and it's like, so I know that a lot of um, the listeners are probably. I mean, there's just so many possible realities that we could we could spend hours going over what everyone could be have lost or have canceled, like you were saying. But um, uh, that's why that's exactly why we're here right now to empower them to yeah. that they've got this. All right, so. Here we go. So we're in this COVID-19. You're working this 12 and a half hour shifts like crazy. You are right on the front lines. Yeah. What there's so much um, 
I mean, we're only, you know, us, you know, regular folks who are not like in, like in it, like what exactly is going on right now? Like, could you just from someone at the ground level, just give some insight, at least from, from your perspective of what you're experiencing? Absolutely. And I want to preface this with, I don't, I definitely like don't want to scare anybody, but um, I'm going to share a little bit about um, you know what, although I am on the front lines, I'm still human, right? And I still have my own emotions and I still have my own feelings and I'm very true to emotions and feeling mm-hmm. and honoring them. And so, um, A, thank you for, for asking. And mm-hmm. then, um, so I, again, I don't want to scare anybody, but this is, it's scary. We're at a really, really scary time. You see all over social media, um, healthcare providers talking about having to recycle our masks mm-hmm. that, like, on our face and we breathe on and our saliva and our spit and our snot and everything touches plus all of the things that it's blocking we're having to put them in a bag at the end of our shift and then they're going to sanitize them and bring them back to us we're seeing we're seeing pictures of places all over the world with their protective gear versus the protective gear here and so that is that that reality is really real and it's really scary Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that there are a lot of people who for, for many weeks now have been saying, this is just like the flu. This is just like the flu. And it's not just like the flu. And I think that people are holding on to that, um, not out of anything malicious, but out of their own method of comfort, right? Their own method of um, kind of self-soothing, but this is not like the flu and it's not only older people. And it's not only, um, you know, that, that small population that are, experiencing some severe illness from that Mm -hmm. that's not the truth the truth is in my state the average age of people that are that are tested positive are 30 to 39 that's my age group (laughs) like right like that's 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 not grandparents grandparents great grandparents all of that that is people that you know and and what's also interesting is that it's not i mean we're talking about it the old population is that they don't mean anything like that's my parents that's your parents that's yeah. parents and people's grandparents and if, if my, I mean I don't know it's, it's it's interesting in those regards too but it's a real thing and it's really scary and, and, and a respiratory disease not being able to breathe is someone that has asthma that's the, one of the scariest things ever and so mm-hmm. I can't imagine being in that position and and feeling like these people don't even know like what to, how to save me, what to do, because this is a virus that we don't know what it is. It's not like the flu. It's acting differently. It's mm-hmm. taking different medications. It's taking different routes and methods. And so being someone that's on the front line, realizing that we don't know what we're doing is, is scary. Yeah. And not having the proper protective gear is scary and seeing so many people going out and ignoring the social distancing and seeing so many people acting as if it doesn't matter is scary and also like heartbreaking because you it not mattering to you is my entire life Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. single person in my life will be affected by this every single one my boyfriend who i bring it home to my mom who's a nurse my dad who's married to her my sister who's a nurse so my brother-in-law all of my nieces and nephews my other sister who's a nurse my other sister who's a nurse one of those nurses does have an autoimmune disease so she's not working right now but she's still in a family of all healthcare workers who yeah. then all of those people the people that they immediately touch and then the immediate they people touch and the immediately people they touch and so it's 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 really interesting to also see that the negative this the selfish side of people that aren't staying home that to me is also scary because by people not staying home it directly affects my life and the life of so many people and so that also is scary 
So I, again, I work tomorrow. And so it's one o'clock my time right now. And I work at 7am tomorrow, the anxiety is slowly starting mm. to set in. And so every shift that I go to, I don't know what I'm going to walk into. I don't know what it's going to be like. There are only 5,000 ICU beds in the state of Nevada. 80% of them are already full. It's growing like crazy. It's a really real reality. Like we're going to run out of beds. We're going to run out of ventilators. We're going to run out of people to take care of the people that are sick. And we also have to remember that like the people that are already sick, like other than COVID, like people are still having heart attacks. People are still having strokes. People are still having, you know, multiple other like illnesses and diseases that are taking place along with the COVID. And I think that a lot of people are forgetting that. We still have to take care of that population. And because COVID is so crazy right now, a lot of the people that are coming in aren't getting the same attention yeah. because we have so many people and resources for, for the COVID. And so it's, it's a really big problem that I'm scared. I'm scared to be a part of it if I'm being. Well, thank you so much, Liza. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And thank you to all your family and all your coworkers. Like you guys are the heroes right now. So, well, thank you for saying that. It's, it's really appreciative. And it, you know, it's, it takes a village. It's, yeah. it's everybody. It's all the grocery store workers, all the people that are still delivering things, yeah. all the people that are staying home and, and caring for the, the young, vulnerable minds in the world right now and teaching them and navigating them through all of this. It's the parents. It's the, it's, it literally takes a village right now. And that's also what I want people to really understand is that you may not be in the healthcare field. You may not be a parent. You may not be in the service industry. You may be someone that is completely just staying home right now, but you can also do your part by just staying home and, and then, and then taking care of your own body. Yes. More than you okay. ever had before. Okay. Okay. All right. So I've, my mind's going in two places right now because, oh my God, you're amazing. Um, let's see here. Okay. So what are you doing to empower your body right now? So I can't even imagine the anxiety like that must, you must be feeling going like, again, you don't know what you're walking into. I could, I can totally imagine that because I don't know what I'm waking up to. It's like, what's the damage report? <laughs> what happened? I said to my boyfriend this morning, I'm like, all right, lay it out for me. What are the numbers? What did I miss? Right. But you're walking into like the war zone. Okay. So how are you empowering? How are you and all of the nurses, you know, are the ones who are, you know, taking the actions. What are they doing right now? So, um, me personally, I, I am a wellness coach as well. And so I, I already do many things to take care of my body, but mm -hmm. I'm making sure. So we have to look at health on their health has multiple pillars, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people think health is just eating and moving your body. That, those are just two components of it, right? Our sleep is a huge part of it. Stress management is a huge part of it. Digestion is a huge management, uh, a huge part of it. Um, supplementation is a huge part of it. Uh, there's, and and there's, so there's so many different aspects of it. So I wake up in the morning and I make sure that I'm drinking adequate amounts of water. I'm making sure that my micronutrients are, are now more important than ever. So taking my vitamins every single morning, making sure that my vitamin D, my vitamin C, those, those are, are really important for me. I make sure that I stretch. Slowing down to stretch every day is really important to me. I make sure that I am, there's a difference between movement and exercise, right? I make sure that I move my body every day by stretching and going for a walk and whether it's dancing, whether it's messing, like not, that sounds terrible. I was going to say messing around with my boyfriend, but what I mean is like- <laughs> That works too. <laughs> That sounds ridiculous, but like just doing different things like body movement wise, like different handstands and just utilizing my body 
with movement, right? But then also actually working out. And my um, group on Facebook, I do Facebook live workouts. So incorporating community to work out because staying in touch community wise is also important. Yes. Via social distancing is really hard. So utilizing these awesome tools that we have right now, I mean, I guess this is a good time for this pandemic to happen with Zoom, with live, with FaceTime, with all of these different apps that we can use, but staying connected is also important. So I'm making sure that I'm doing all of those things. I'm making sure that I drink my water. I'm making sure that I'm still, this is juice. So this is carrots, ginger, apple, lemon, there's, I don't know why I put lime in there, but I did it definitely changed the taste of it. Um, but I'm making sure that I'm still eating my vegetables and drinking juice and taking care of my body and having as many fresh foods as possible. I know that right now, because everyone's panic buying and shopping all of these packaged foods, it's so easy to get overwhelmed with just waking up and having cookies for breakfast because they're there or chips or whatever, because they're there, but making sure that I'm staying to a routine of my breakfast, my lunch, my snacks, my dinner, my water, my vitamins, my supplements, and my sleep. I still go to bed at the same time, especially when I'm working. There's an app that I use that do it. does an eight-minute hypnosis video that allows oh, yeah. me to un. It's literally the best thing on the entire planet. How do they find it? Okay, so it is an app. It's a part of it is free. It's called Relax Melodies. And in this particular one that I fell in love with that I, I do religiously every single night, um, once you open the app, you're going to go into meditations and then there's pre preset meditations. And then there's one program that's called five nights of total relaxation. That very last one, it's called hypnosis. Okay. It is, I've, I've listened to almost everything in that app and that is one that just allows me to totally unwind and go to sleep. About 98% of the time I'm asleep before the video is over. But especially because we have everything crazy going on right now, having something to unwind, having something to allow us to, to kind of brain dump and mind dump and so we're just being still and being at peace and allowing ourselves to go to bed without all of the crazy news going on, without Facebook and Instagram and, and Pinterest and every, every the, the downfall of the technology is that every avenue right now leads us to COVID something. Yes. Right? And it either links us to the CDC or links us to who or links us to wherever to learn about it, to learn how to avoid it, to learn how to stay healthy, to learn how to whatever. And there's so there's so much information overload and sensory overload right now that if we don't take the time to, to allow our mind to unwind, I really believe the negative repercussions are going to be strong. And so that is something that I committed to myself that right now, specifically, I will be unwinding with that every single night. So I make sure that I do that as well. I make sure that I have water next to my bed. I make sure that my yoga mat is getting its use by just moving my body and honoring the way that my body does move. Yeah. And so I know that there are a lot of people that are committed to going to the gym. And if, because your gym is closed, I don't want that to be something that you just write off, just adapt. Like we were talking about in the beginning, pivot and change the way that you work out. You challenge yourself but say, okay, for seven days, I'm going to use a different item in my house to work out with, make it fun, make it creative, but I'm also making sure that I'm having fun. And so when I was saying I like mess around with my boyfriend, what I mean is keeping it lighthearted and fun. So we did hip thrust the other day. I said, do you think I can like hip thrust you and like lift you up? <laughs> Absolutely not, but we'll give it a shot. He's a big guy, too. He's big. He's like 6'2". He's huge. But I did it. I did it. Amazing. Oh, my God. 
being able to still have fun and stay lighthearted in the midst of all of this is also something that's really important to me as well. And so those are just some of the things that I'm making sure that I do. And non-negotiables are really important. And because life has changed so much, we really have to reevaluate what our non-negotiables are every day. Yeah. Can and you so, recap what your non-negotiables are? Absolutely. In, in Again. kind of logical order. Yeah. Water. Okay. Vitamins. Yes. Stretch. Okay. Walk. Yes. Every day, no matter what, <laughs> whether I'm working or not, that's my like the beginning. Okay. And then days that I am working, I make sure because this is going to sound like real weird. Juice makes me excited. <laughs> juice makes me really happy. And so my work days specifically, I have a juice that I take with me. So in the middle of my work day, I can stop and go have a juice and kind of like recenter myself and just you know, and that's another thing. I want people to explore different items that are healthy and beneficial that will get them excited. And juice for me is just one of them. For some people, yoga is it. For some people, dance is it. For some people, it's beet shots in the morning. For some people, it's wheatgrass. For some people, it's protein drinks. So whatever healthy thing that you can make exciting, do that so it's uplifting as well. And yeah. you're hitting multiple birds with one stone. But so that was a side note, sorry. But so the days that I work, I have juice. The days that I'm not working, I make sure that I actually work out. Mm -hmm. And then water. I water something that is a huge non-negotiable. Yeah. Sleep is a huge non-negotiable and winding down before I go to sleep. I think it's, it's weird when you try to just jump into bed. I know that we're not having our busy, busy, busy daily lifestyle, but our minds are still really busy. Mm -hmm. So I know that you've been home and kind of lounging all day, but just lounging all day on your phone with the news, trying to homeschool kids that you're like, what do I, I know that I gave birth to these things, but like, what are they? Like, yeah, and trying to homeschool them. And then also being around your spouse that you're probably not used to being around this often, unless you guys both do work from home, but jumping into bed after all of that, it's still exhausting. So winding down is, is also something that's really important. So those are my main non-negotiables. And then my boyfriend and I would do something positive and something beneficial together for our bodies, whether we're going to the park, whether we're going for a walk, whether we're cleaning our garage, whether we're, you know, whatever to also keep our mindset. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, actually you totally motivated me to make some juice after this. Yes, I'm obsessed with juice. I'm obsessed with juice. I have some, I bought some like fresh organic ginger and there's some Granny Smith apples up there. Um, what else can we throw in there? The kids love making juice though, but I, I sometimes avoid it because it's so much mess. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. That's why if I do make it, I'm committed to making like a big batch. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I, I really appreciate just how we're breaking it down right now because I think by just kind of skimming over things, people who have, who are not in the wellness industry, like we are, who are, who don't make everything as such a commitment. It's still a learning journey. Right. right? And as it's been for us, like my idea of wellness five years ago is different from today. And of course, 10 years ago is totally different from today. So when we're talking about, um, again, you, you were saying, you mentioned a few times, like how, you know, there's so much information coming and how everyone is just kind of like winging it, you know, um, I have a few funny stories on that right now, but, but just back to kind of the, your rituals, when it comes to supplementation, I know, um, like people are like, okay, ah, where am I going to order my groceries? Okay. Um, let's throw some vitamin C in there. Uh, I think someone told me vitamin D. Um, and they're just like randomly trying to get caught up. Really? 
right? So obviously you've been researching and you know all the different quality and everything out there in the supplement industry. Like, is there anything you can say to empower people on quality right now? So that's what's also here. Here's kind of the negative downfall to a pandemic such as this. There still are plenty of companies and plenty of people that are very much so willing to take advantage of you, very much so willing to take advantage of the vulnerabilities that people are experiencing and feeling. Um, and so they're just, I mean, the manufacturing is different for everything, right? Quality is different for everything. And the vitamin world is not a regulated industry. And so I, I'm, I've always empowered people, especially people that are kind of have vulnerabilities to be careful when picking a vitamin because they're not all created equally. That's saying like all hamburgers are the same. You mm -hmm. can pick 10 different hamburgers from 10 different arrays of, from places going down from McDonald's to In-N-Out to Chili's to all the way to a steakhouse, right? There's different qualities of the meat itself. There's different qualities of the preparation. There's different qualities of all of that. And I don't know why I picked meat. Because I I've never, I was like, I've never heard this analogy before. I don't even know why I picked meat. I don't eat meat very often, but the point is just the quality of things are, are dramatically different. And that is the same goes for vitamins, right? And so be careful where you get them. Make sure that they have done a willing third, a willingly the third party um, testing and make sure that you're being careful with it. But then also speak to someone that does have knowledge. Speak to someone who's not going to try to prey on your vulnerabilities right now. And someone who's been in that world for a long time that does know what they're talking about, right? Um, there are some baseline vitamins that and minerals that everyone should be taking on a regular basis all the time. Then there are some ones that we could be beefing up right now because there is a the flu season, but also because of the COVID and because of everything that we have going on, there are some things that you may want to increase your levels of, but speak to someone who knows what they're talking about before you just go out and buy something. And there are plenty of vitamins that are in the grocery store that you are going to be wasting your money on, unfortunately. So make sure that you know what you're getting and the, how you do that is by talking to people. There are plenty of people that have books, uh, books like this. This is a book that's called The Comparative Guide to Nutritional Supplements. It goes over so many of the different vitamins and supplements that are out there that are on the market and they'll give you a value of, is this kind of garbage? Is this like halfway garbage? Or is this like... <laughs> Like quality stuff, right? Because again, there are plenty of companies that are out there that are going to sell you whatever and they're going to prey on your vulnerabilities and they're going to say, oh, they're now putting out articles that we need vitamin C and vitamin D are possibly treating this. And so we're going to automatically smack this label, but our product isn't going to change at all. We're going to yes. market it with this, but our product isn't going to change at all. So just be careful um, and don't fall victim to a lot of that stuff. Ask people that know what they're talking about. Make sure that you follow companies that are reputable, follow companies that do third-party testing, follow mm -hmm. companies that are willingly completely open with their ingredients and in their manufacturing um, and, and all of that before you just take a supplement because there have been known to have plenty of supplements that are packed with things that are not labeled on there and that's legal. There are plenty of supplements that people take and test positive for a number of different things that are not labeled on there. So you wanna make sure that you know what you're getting. Same goes for your food, but same goes for your supplementation. You wanna know what you're taking. Exactly, and it's, uh, I mean, I, even in the last 24 hours, I've been seeing some really interesting stuff happen in, in the supplement world, just kind of like watching. And it's like, like there's like $98, like children's vitamins for $98 that are literal, literal gummies that I've seen on Amazon. I'm like, what? <laughs> 
uh, I'm seeing like um, just really bad practices out there. And it's really unfortunate because it's obviously a, a true wellness company. They're never going to prey on like capitalize on something like this. But anyways, that's really great information. Thank you, Liza. Of course. Okay. So uh, let's actually circle back to the, the fact that no one really knows what the heck we're doing right now. And um, I'll share a funny little story. It's like, okay, so when I figured out I had to homeschool and I, I mean, I'm like, I'm not someone who likes to even follow a schedule. I don't even like that. I have to get to my kids to school at a certain time. Like that bugs uh -huh. me. Um, but I'm like, Hey, the, the boys, especially my older ones, definitely going to thrive with at least an outline. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, got a big Bristol board and just like, what do I do? And I just like <laughs> kind of make it up, right? And wow. then my, but the, the picture of my homeschool schedule is like being shared across the internet. Like everyone's like, great idea. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like I am making this up. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I'm getting these DMs like this helped me so much. And I'm like, I'm literally laughing. I'm like, I am glad this is helping you because <laughs> this is hilarious. Like I'm just literally surviving. Right. Oh, so, yeah. you know, so if anyone else is feeling that way, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it though, is that like, because this, every aspect of this is so new for everybody, sharing some of the things that are working for you or wins that are working for you, very, mel very may well be a win for somebody else in some people's minds and mental energy is spent elsewhere right now. So if your mental energy is allowed to be spent somewhere else, like share those tips and those tricks with everybody. And again, really, really utilize the, the aspects of technology that allow us to do that and connect yes. with the community. Yeah, I think like you and I, we really are advocates for like the, the positive sides of social media. Like I think it's just so empowering. So I think that's a message that we could give everyone is that like, I think it's, often I hear, well, like, what do I have to share? It's nothing special. It's like, wait a second, you know how to make bread. Like, I don't know how to make bread, share how to make bread, you know? So I think it's like, if we can all make a, a commitment just to be online, to be authentic, right? Which means like, you can say when you've had a bad day, because that's also going to be empowering to someone to say like, okay, me too. But you can also just share the positive and just to be the light in people's news feeds, whether you're a wellness coach or whether you're a nurse or a stay-at-home mom or anything else, right? I think that we, like, so there's different levels of grief, right? And I think that I'm glad that you said grief earlier because we are all feeling a different level of grief because we're grieving something. Yeah. And so I think that the the kind of the depression or like the downfall or the anxiety aspect i think it's going to hit people at different times and so mm -hmm. when you are in a phase or in a time right now where you're really able to draw on your creativity you're really able to tap into your artistry side and you're really able to kind of um hone into those positive uplifting sides if you're able to to touch those i think it's a really important time to share those because yeah. you may be sharing it with a community that right now is having a really bad day homeschooling their kids or having a really bad day at work in a hospital or having a really bad day lonely home because they can't see any members of their family or whatever the reason is we talked about a little bit earlier this is affecting people in so many different ways and we have to stay human we have to stay human with this and remember that 
sure, I'm working in a hospital and every member of my family is working in a hospital, but someone else just had to cancel their wedding and someone else isn't going to be able to see their father and someone else isn't going to be able to see their children and somebody else aren't going to be able to go on their vacation that they've had planned for two years. And so it's affecting people in different ways. So we have to stay human and remember that we, we can still rely on each other and we can still lean on each other in these times of need and still show up for people mm -hmm. because people need us to show up. Yeah, you might need someone to show up for you right now. So if you have the capacity mentally and energetically and physically to show up for somebody else right now, I implore you and I beg of you to do it because you're needed. I'm needed. Everyone is needed right now together. Yeah. This is a now a time that shows we are all so similar that mm -hmm. it's insane. This mm -hmm. is affecting everybody all over the world the same way. And so it's, it's very interesting and it's a time that we can remember that. And so that can be the beautiful part of this whole thing. Oh yeah. So good. And I think when this, when everything kind of hit the fan, what was that like eight days ago, nine days ago, something like that. Um, you know, I felt like overwhelmed with this like duty to like go and like help as many people as possible. Right. And it was just like, Ah, like how am I going to talk to everyone? And I, I, like, I didn't like I wasn't soft about it or anything. I was just like, okay, guys, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And I immediately burnt myself out. Like immediately burnt myself out. Like within like hours. <laughs> yeah. And my husband, I know. So I like I took a step back and I was like, okay, like I, everyone knows what I do. I've been, you know, I've been talking health and wellness forever. Right. They'll come to me if they need me. And then my my husband's like. Oh no, that's not what you're gonna do, actually. Hundred percent, boss. You go take a nap, have a bath, and you're you're needed on the front lines in a different way, right? Because right. people need you showing up and you know being light and being educational and sharing and all of that. But it's it's a roller coaster. <laughs> I think that if we truly, if we all move forward with this, believing that we all are on the front lines and have to show up in one way or another, I think that we can turn a little bit of the morale around, right? Yeah. If you were someone with musical talents, get on live and put a concert on for people. If you were you someone John Legend, rallying, yeah, what? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Like that stuff, that stuff is beautiful. <laughs> If you're like someone that's um, that's really good at rallying people together, rally people together to do a big a big virtual event. If you are someone that's really good at cooking, put on a, a Facebook Live or a Zoom or whatever, showing someone how to bake an apple pie that's never baked one before. If you're someone who is really good at homeschooling, what if you put a group together and you homeschool a group of 10 mama's kids who are like about to pull their hair out and like, if anyone else can teach my kids right now. If we all show up on the front lines of whatever it is, our talent is or our gift is or however it is that we can show up if we all show up on those front lines and offer community and outreach for each other I really 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 do believe that we can change the morale of all of this and that I, that I think is something that's needed there are a lot of people right now that want to help and feel trapped because they can't help and that's a way that you can help what is some positive thing that you can give give to the community somehow some way and I think that you, you're doing just that too, showing up and talking to people and, and providing a podcast and a, an outlet and a way for people to listen and connect and vent and cry and smile and laugh mm -hmm. and experiencing the different emotions because these emotions are still here. We're still feeling them. We're still, we're still, you know, mm -hmm. going through these roller coasters and there's so many studies that show 
certain feelings and emotions lead to to different actions and behaviors that can either lead to a positive or a negative outcome. Yeah. And I think leaving people empowered and conf and confident is important and being able to give people tips and tricks to to do in their own life. So for example, that bulletin board, there are some, uh, I would never be able to sit down and think about doing that. So being able to get that gift from you would then leave me feeling empowered and confident that will then lead to habit regulations and uh, you know, it leads to a whole laundry list of other things. So one positive thing right now, one, one step of paying it forward can literally be a snowball effect for so many people right now. So I really believe now, now more than ever is a time that people can be the light for someone else. If you see someone without a smile, give them yours. And now is an easy time to do that. Absolutely. And I, yeah, the thing is, is we, we never know the impact that we make and how we're influencing others. And um, like, I know it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I, I think about how you've even influenced me in different posts that you have written in that. And it's like different things like, you know, chugging the glass of water and like, I'm like, they, they stick out. I'm like, I think of you sometimes when drinking <laughs> my water. <laughs> so thank you, Liza. Yeah. Um, okay, so something I'm I'm trying to remember her name right now, and it's driving me crazy. But she's um she's an Instagram mama, big influencer. I think she's an author. But she, I, I will come to me. But she she said something at the like the the beginning of this, mm -hmm. and she said, I'm paraphrasing, but it said when when things really start to get work like when things start to get elevated here, let's all make a promise not to compare each other's woes, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, your reality versus my reality versus someone who is, you know, uh, I don't know, they're just different realities. Like, it's like, well, my husband lost his job. Well, my, my, this, well, that like, I'm suffering more than you, right? I think it's like, we're all in this together and we're all, whether, there's no one who is not impacted right now from the super wealthy to the super healthy to any, everyone, right? Kids, no kids, old, young, there's no one that is not impacted in a way that is huge for them. Mm -hmm. And I, and I really, really, really appreciate just like the, the human experience, like importance that you're really touching on. Because everyone, everyone is just, their world is upside down. So we have to lead with kindness and empathy. Mm -hmm. And I think that what's interesting is that I am really big with emotion and feeling, and I'm really big about talking about it. And part of the first, the first module of my entire program is, is touching, is, is focused on that. And so I think it's really important to um, remember that there are a lot of people who have never even heard the phrase emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. right? And that is something that Jen Groover has been like a, oh, for me for so long. I absolutely like love her and I love everything that she preaches. And so that, those are things that have stuck with me for so long, but there are a lot of people who have never delved into the world of emotional intelligence at all. And so with people are handling their worlds being flipped upside down completely different. And so um, it's so much easier said than done, but allowing people grace as much as possible yes. um, and then offering perspective as well. Yeah. Allowing people grace because, because we don't know how it's affecting people's lives and we don't know how, how well people navigate through their own emotions. There are some people who have been very good at staying in this little bubble in their life. And so they feel the same things on a regular basis. The average person feels the same three emotions all day, every day, three. 
that's to me that I feel like the entire like rainbow emotions, that's like wild to me, but the average person feels the same three emotions every day. So we have these structured lives that right now we're feeling a plethora of emotions that are very new for so many people and they don't know how to handle them. They don't know how to release them. They don't know how to navigate them. And so people also right now need, need some grace. And it's hard to give because you're also dealing with a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a very unique time right now. Mm -hmm. That but, I'm highlighting it. That is a big one right now. It, I mean, it's true. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And people, people are also like that people's, I think people's regular lives who are now affected and their lives are turned upside down. It's hard to remember that there are some people who already had problems going on before this. And yeah. so it's kind of like snowballing as well. And so um, just, just remember that you can be the light for somebody by simply smiling or simply not cutting them off or not getting angry at the grocery store with them or not going into a full on Facebook debate over something that doesn't really matter, but you may yeah. say something and set somebody off. Like, there's all sorts of different things that you can do to, to show people grace right now. Oh, so true. I was, when I was actually, I was at, at the trail today with the boys. It was just me and the boys and Mike was at home and, uh, and I had both of them. We were just walking along and, and I seen this dad and this mom and they had four little ones, uh, four little kids with them. And he, and the dad was like, like just, you know, keeping our social distance. Like there's like four or five meters between us. He's like <laughs> trying to be social. And, uh, and he's like, he's like, yeah, think you have it bad until you see someone else. And he like points to all of his kids. <laughs> right? I just start laughing. It's like, totally. Like I'm managing two, you know, and, uh, and he was managing four and I was like, absolutely. Well, you know, just wish them the best, but hundred percent. Um, it's time to have like justify their, um, their struggles. Right. And that's yeah. why the comparison comes into play. And so I think that when you feel yourself trying to justify your struggle, and again, it's easier said than done. I am, and I'm doing this in my own, my own situation. The, the, the moment I try to feel like I'm justifying my struggle, I justify some reason why I'm grateful mm. and is it's just as easy to get caught up in that as it is to get caught up in justifying the struggle. Justify the reasons why you're grateful. Justify the reasons why um, you you can smile and be happy about something. So it's yeah. just little little things that you have to be intentional about every day. So you don't fall into this mundane like, okay, I wake up and I'm at home every day, and like maybe I eat some. <laughs> Getting out of that trap, it, you yeah. have to be intentional. Absolutely. I hear these little footsteps running upstairs and I'm grateful for those little footsteps. <laughs> um, okay. So let's actually um, bring it to, um, you know, I think as a society, as a whole, people, we're still in North America, very much still on the reactive side of our health, weaving our health into other people's hands. And now I'm seeing that not just in the health, but just kind of leaving our life in other people's hands. So can we um, do some empowerment work a little bit here about so like, this is like, you can take control. There's a lot you can take control over right now. Yeah. And I think we have already covered a lot of it with your rituals, right? But yeah, this is like my jam. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. 
I think that we live in a world that we have made everything so like simple and easy at our fingertips that we've, a lot of things have become so mindless, right? So eating is something that I talk about that's become so mindless. We do it in our cars. We do it. There's drive-throughs everywhere. We do it so quickly. We do it while we have TV on or we're playing with our kids or we have so many different distractions with so many different aspects of our life, right? Everything is mindless. When things are mindless, it leads to having a lack of control over them. And so we have so many different areas of our life that we don't have much control over because they've become so mindless. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm really big in focusing into that in with my program that I help my clients with because when we put a little bit of mindfulness into our life, we're then able to take the control back of everything. Mm-hmm. The habits, the daily rituals that we do, the daily, the small things that we do that, it, that grow and grow and grow that then lead to our blueprint, our reality, whether it's health, whether it's financial, whether it's parenthood, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever the topic is, the moment we put a bit more intention into it, the moment we can really change the outcome of it. And I hope that now more than ever, because of this pandemic, if we can come out on the other side of this, a little bit more mindful of how we take care of our own bodies. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because those, those different puzzle pieces of our health that we talked about, people don't necessarily look at those as puzzle pieces of our health. But when we get those pieces in the stress management, the sleep, the digestion, it's the micronutrient supplementation, the eating, the movement, all of those, when we put all of those pieces together and take back the control over our bedtime routines, what happens when we wake up? What do we immediately put into our mouth or not put into our mouth? What chemicals or processed foods are we eating or are we not eating? How much fresh produce are we getting or are we not getting? Are we eating a bunch of processed meat or are we not? Are we staying living a sedentary lifestyle or are we moving our bodies? What are we doing every single day in these different puzzle pieces of our health that we can then take back control of. So right now is a time when we're able to slow down. So if we take advantage of this time and and kind of dissect our life and study our life and say, where can I take back control? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have control over moving your body or not, not the gym, not how much money you have to have a gym membership or not, not if the parks are open or not. You have control over what you're eating, not if all these restaurants are open or not, not if a meal service delivers or not, not if you can go to Uber Eats and have McDonald's delivered to your house. You have control over how you can go to sleep, not if you have to wake up for work in the morning, not if you have a whole bunch of things to do at night. You can take all of those distractions and eliminate them and Mm -hmm. say, how can I control my life? What can my new non-negotiables be on the outside of this? Do I want to have a bedtime routine? Do I want to have a supplement routine? Do I want to have a food routine? Do I want to have a movement routine? Mm -hmm. You're able to say, what areas of my life does it make sense for me to regain the control over? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's very empowering. I'm actually going to play that for homeschool tomorrow, Liza. (laughs) Yeah. But it's true. It's like, I mean, there's so much like Jim Rohn, like infused in my brain. Like when my, <laughs> when my boys say something is hard, I'm like, you could choose for it to be hard or choose for it to be easy. It's all yeah. like, <laughs> they're like, oh God, mom. Right. But it's like, it's so much a mindset piece and I'm, I'm going to play that for them. That's, that's, that was really helpful. That was really helpful. We have control. We have control. Right. And I think there's, there's definitely things out of our control. Like maybe your favorite health eatery is no longer open or I don't know, you can't get to the grocery store, but like there's things that you could do. Like I'm actually loving that we have access to Nutrameal, one of the products with from USANA. And it's just like, it's a easy, healthy meal replacement that is like so relatable right now that if I can't get the proper produce, it's still 
an option. And that's kind of just adapting, right? Adapting. Like typically it'd be like this gorgeous green smoothie overflowing, but maybe that's not going to happen every day right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Okay. So at the end of all of this, because it will end, right? (laughs) This is going to end. (laughs) Okay. Just check it. What do you wish? Like, what do you hope to see? What changes do you hope happen? Um, Just, you know, for so many people who are around the world in your community, what are the changes you hope to see? Well, so I've actually spent a lot of time thinking about this and I'm not going to dig into the changes that I like wish that like healthcare would make and like finances, all of that type of stuff. I'm going to break it down to like individually, right? Because it's easier when we can take control of it. It's, 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 it's easy to point fingers and say, I want everybody else to change, but how can we change, right? How can we bring it to a personal level where everybody else can change? Mm-hmm. And again, behavior change is really, really, really hard. And so my hope is that this, this pandemic, this shutdown that we're in, people have enough time to really, really think about, again, how to take control of their own health. And again, you know, you, we look at Instagram, we look at the sensory overload and we look at so many different things that we can, you can do this and you can do this and you can do this and this and this and this and this. And there's so many different things to choose from, but I hope that people take the time to slow down for a minute and think about what do you want your health reality to look like? Mm -hmm. I think that oftentimes we set goals without having a vision right? And, and vision is something that we've talked so strongly about for so many years, but we set these goals, but if we don't have a vision before we set the goals, it gets really messy and it gets really hairy. And then we don't follow up and we don't set, we don't achieve goal, those goals. So then that leads to a feeling of failure. It leads to a feeling of all sorts of another laundry list and a snowball effect of, of negative things. But when we have a vision of what we want our health reality to look like, mm-hmm. then we can, we can take those actions and break it down backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do I want my health reality to look like? Right. I want to be, I want to be someone that can run a mile if they want to. I want to be someone that can run a half marathon if they want to. I want to be someone that can put on a bathing suit and feel good. I want to be someone that automatically goes for healthy foods. I want to be someone, you know, what do you, what do you want your health reality to look like? Mm-hmm. And then if that's the reality that you want, what is someone who already has that reality? How do they live? How do they do? How do they be? And then how do they have, mm-hmm. right? So you look at that life, you look at that vision, you set it down, then you, then you break it down. What do I need to do in order to achieve X, Y, and Z, yeah. right? So someone that lives that lifestyle, they may, they might have a lot of self-control. They might have a lot of determination. They might have a lot of, um, you know, X, Y, and Z. So how can you implement that into your life? Yeah. So I want to wake up every morning and I want to stretch. I want to wake up and I want to drink my water. I want to wake up and then I want to have control over my daily habits, but breaking it down and saying, again, the vision, how do I do it? How do I break it down? How do I do it? How do I be it? And then how do I have it? Mm-hmm. And being, being and having is an interesting way to look at your life. And I, my wish is that people break it down into those smaller parts and then implement which ones make sense for them. If you don't want to be on a stage in a CrossFit model, then don't do CrossFit six days a week. Yeah. If you just want to be someone that feels good in your skin and that, that eats well and moves well and all that, then commit to going on five walks a week. If you want to be someone that, that does lose 20 pounds and you got to reevaluate your goals, see what you, what your, your goals are and then decide what actions that you need to put into play. So my wish is that people break it down and go back to the basics and make it simple but then also reach out if you need help. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not something 
be ashamed of if you can't figure out on your own. The average person fails over and over and over again in terms of a healthy lifestyle. So actually what's interesting, the average person sets the same um, New Year's resolution five times before they give up. Okay. That's wild, right? So if you have these resolutions, reach out and get help. And now's a perfect time to break it down and say, where do I want help? Where do I want my future to go in terms of my health reality and health blueprint? And in the event that this pandemic does happen again, where do I want my health reality to be going into it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you and I could do another hour and talk about the financial side of things. Because I'm like, wait a second, where does everyone want to be in that regard? Because so many people did not plan for a pandemic, obviously, right? But that's yeah. when we get to talking into residual income, like having different things in place that you can pivot. Streams of income. Yeah. Streams of income, like so important. But um, I'm so grateful for your time today and especially on your down day with your honey. I think you should go do some messing around now. <laughs> park. I'm going to go like run to the park and mess around there. The other day, oh my gosh. Okay. So we went to the park and then afterwards I was like, Hey, I really want to go to the store. Um, yeah. I needed to get, I was craving cabbage. So we went to the store, got cabbage and then candles were on a really big sale as you can see. Um, and so I bought a bunch of candles, but because I walked to the park, I didn't have my wallet. So he's like, how did your walk to the park cost me $75? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So before he left, he goes, don't walk to the park. I was like, shut up, I'm walking. Well, that, that's oh. the beauty of living in like a city for sure. If I go for a walk, I'm not spending a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on here and in this crazy time. Please, of course, and I know that you're doing this, make sure that you're doing everything that you can to stay safe, keep your family safe. And then also keep yourself grounded with all of this. Keep doing you and spreading positivity and light. And I adore you again. Thank you so much. Thank and although you. it took a pandemic to get me on the podcast, I'm still <laughs> We're going to do it again soon. We're going to do yes. it again. It was so much fun. Yes. Thank you, Liza. You're amazing. Stay safe too. Oh my gosh. Thank and thank you, you so thank much you for much. what you're doing. We appreciate you. I appreciate you, girl. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, I hope you enjoyed this episode, whether you were listening to it when you were folding laundry or chasing the kiddos or you had to listen to it in bite-sized chunks. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you really loved this episode, please, please share it because I think it just it offered so much to me um, having this conversation with Liza. You can find Liza on Instagram, Eliza.Henley. You can check her out there. And uh, yeah, let's, let's stay connected, you guys. If you need anything at all, I am here to support you. Stay well, stay happy, stay healthy. And of course, like just whatever you need to do just to get by, guys. Like no judgment because this is one crazy time. Lots of love to you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk soon. Bye.